welcome back to this week's episode of Beneath the Tutus. Today we are going to be discussing the topic of toxic relationships within your friendships and partnerships. Now, I'm going to introduce today's special guest. This is Kira. Hey guys, I'm an assistant operations manager for Blumenthal Performing Arts. I've also had experience within the Warner Brothers for a TV show film last year. I love the entertainment business and I hope to keep pursuing it. I met Olivia at the Van Gogh exhibit. I'm her manager still and then I was as well. We actually started talking one time and realized that we have a lot of similarities considering our birthdays. Same birthday, we have the same exact car. Um, we were both Kim Possible for Halloween yes. <laughs> the same year. Like, it was just freaky. Um, and we started to realize how many similarities we had between each other, which left, like, went into us talking to each other and, like, just getting to know each other. Yeah, we're actually exactly five years apart, which is really, really crazy. She's like my little sister, and I will do anything for her. I like to call her my little mentee, but sometimes she doesn't really want to call me her mentor especially since i'm still her manager and i guess that'd be kind of weird um but yeah we started talking more and figured out that we actually were going through a lot at the time when we first started talking considering i was going through a whole roommate situation where my current roommate at the time was moving out and i was moving another roommate into my living space there was a lot of anxiety going through there i think my cat was sick at one time yeah. there was just a lot going on and there was a lot going on on her end as well I was going through um, just a situation with a guy and friendships and just things that we don't really know how to handle ourselves, but it's really nice to talk to somebody about it and know what their perspective is and what situations they've gone through that they've learned from and can help you learn from as well. Absolutely. So I think it really helped both of our situations, regardless of age, considering, you know, we have a five-year age difference, you know, things that I've gone through I can give her advice on or maybe just an outsider's input that I can get from her. Like, it really, really helps. So I think that's what is really, really going to help us through this podcast, considering that we're talking about partnerships and friendships. She has a little bit more on friendships and I have a little bit more on partnerships. It's just something, uh, it's nice to have somebody to talk through with because not a lot of people have these opportunities and these people that they can really openly discuss to, which is another reason I wanted to start this. It's just so people have other interest in like people to talk to and know how to handle situations better. Absolutely. So let's like get started on this. Let's talk about some friendships real quick. Identifying a problem in your friendship. Yes, so I definitely went through a lot of different friend groups and friendships throughout middle school and high school and there were a lot of things to learn from. There was also a lot of good moments and one of the main things that I learned from was are my friends truly supporting me and there for me or are they just there for other people? And are they just there to use me? And that was something I really had to focus on this year was choosing my friendships based off of those people who are going to be here for me and not just there because I go to school with them. Especially if they're questioning what you're doing. Yeah. Like you're dancing or the fact that you made this podcast. Yes. There was definitely a lot of negativity that surrounded just accomplishments and things I was going through at the moment. And I really had to sit back and look at who my friends truly were and who really was supporting me. Like... When I brought up the idea of the podcast, some were like, well, why'd you do that? Like, that's so stupid. And it's, that was hard to hear, but I also needed it to realize who really was there for me and was going to push me and support me 
all the way. Absolutely. Like, considering you're still in school, did you ever even have, like, those situations when it came to your grades to see who was better than the other? Or Yes. There was also, our school is very competitive, and there's a lot of competition that surrounds grades. So it's, if I'm doing good academically, other people, we're all going to be friends with each other, but then it becomes a competitive thing. And it's like, oh my God, you got an 85 on that test. Like, I got a 98. And that's like something you got to look out for is are they constantly pushing you down over something or a good friend would be like, oh, like, that's fine. It's really not bad at all. Like, that's still a B. And like, you can always just do better next time. Like, there's room for improvement. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, what about colleges? Because you want to go to Harvard, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, a lot of there's a lot of doubts when it comes to my schooling choices just because harvard is extremely hard to get even yale yeah yeah yale so my main three are harvard yale and columbia and yeah those are like when you look at that you're like wow like that's hard and there was a lot of people who were like well can you really do that like is this really reasonable olivia why are we looking at this and i like to dream but i'd say these dreams i'm trying to put into a reality so when i have people questioning this reality that i'm trying to make it's not the best opportunity for me to push myself and grow. It's very much not giving me the sunlight and the positivity right, I need. Right. Well, what about you, Kira? Have you ever had to go through other toxic friendships or situations that you didn't enjoy? Absolutely. I mean, especially since, you know, I just got out of college not too long ago. I had some relationships within college going through the whole process. And either they wouldn't get along with my friends or my friends wouldn't get along with the person that I was dating. And they would end up, someone would end up giving me an ultimatum at the end of the day, whether that was my friend or that was the person I was dating because they didn't like each other. They didn't want to be around each other. And hey, I was a busy person. I was, you know, trying to get my foot in the door with my career and I would want to hang out with everyone at one time. But if someone, you know, doesn't want to see somebody else, then I'm going to see one person <laughs> over the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it feels like you you have to choose between one or the other. But at the end of the day, they shouldn't make you feel like you have to choose between anybody. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. It's almost like you're pushed in a corner. Like you're just put in a situation that you really can't get out of without an outcome that's not the best. And that's just something that's going to have to happen with these hard friendships is that they're going to constantly put you in these situations where it's like, it's me or the other person. Is that honestly a good friend for you? Are they really? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like if they're making you choose and you have to choose between them or someone else, you already know they're putting you in a bad situation altogether. And just giving someone an ultimatum, you know, that that's just not good for anybody to be in that situation at all. Then you know which one to go against. Yeah, almost. <laughs> you know? It, yeah, I mean, it makes you feel like that if you make one wrong move, like, there goes that friendship. And that's mm-hmm. really hard to go through is, like, you're constantly feel like you're in a straitjacket and you can't get out. Yeah, like walking on eggshells. You have to watch every single thing that you say to somebody. I mean, that even ties into like mental health if somebody's going through something. Because I know you mentioned that on your podcast before, like talking about mental health and how important that is. But hey, like if your mental health is really, really not good, don't bring in somebody else in your situation because that's also toxic as well. Yeah, like are you truly enjoying your time with that person? Is all this like time you're spending with them, is it really worth your mental health and just being positive all the time? Is it really worth that being detrimental to you. 
Yeah, I mean, we can even tie this into conveniency. You know, when someone hits you up just because they want a ride to go somewhere. Yeah, or like hanging out with friends. Or what friends are you friends with that I can be friends with too? Or what guy are you friends with that I like and want to get close to? It's not about your friendship and how close you guys are. They're really just using you for what you can give them. Or even when, you know, someone else says that they can't hang out with a certain person, but then they hit you up afterwards because they just want something to do. And it's not a matter of your personality is great. They like hanging around you. They're just genuinely bored or because someone else said no to them. Yeah, or when their main friends aren't around and you're like the only option if they're only coming to you whenever it's... They're bored whenever they don't want to hang out with you. Now, I do have a question. Now about, like, canceling plans. How much is too much when they cancel on you? I'd say if it's one of those, like, sorry, an hour before, I can't do this anymore. Like, I have other plans. Or I think when you get to a certain point, you know when too many plans are right. canceled. And it's like, it, it's becoming too of a... It's their thing. Yeah, they do it all the time. Yes. Consistency where every single time right before you guys hang out that they're like, oh, I can't do this. Like, I have other plans. Like, then you should have said that from the get-go. Yeah, like, and you know they're starting to lie. Like, it's... They're losing your trust because they're constantly lying to you or they're going to cancel plans because something came up. Well, maybe that other thing was hanging out with a different friend group because they prefer to be with them. But when they don't have anything else to do, I guess they'll just hang out with you. Right, right. I mean, like even with the whole line situation, like, do you feel like anybody could ever come back into your life after they lied to you like one time, two times? Would it depend on the situation? Yes, I think it depends on the situation. You really have to look at, is this situation truly, like are you truly really good friends with this person? Or you have to look at how many times they've hurt you. Because once, yes, it hurts a lot. I think there's always room for second chances, but you'll never fully trust them again. Absolutely, because I definitely agree on that one because I actually had a best friend uh, almost over a year ago, actually. (laughs) She lied to me about probably the smallest situation that you could ever lie to a human being about, but the lie got bigger and bigger and bigger, even though I called her out on it like, hey, dude, I know you're lying to me. And you know, she never admitted that anything was actually a lie or anything like that. And at that point, the lie just kept growing and growing and growing. At that point, you can't even admit that you're lying to me. Yeah, it starts to hurt you too, because it's like, I've trusted you for so long. Like we've been really good friends for so long. And like the fact that you're not trusting me with these small things when we tell each other like everything, that starts to hurt. And it's like, can I really trust a person that's doing that? And I think it's a lot of like a shame because of the certain situations that they're going through and the certain decisions that they're making may not be, you know, you're watching out for your friends. You know, if you have a really good friend, you're very protective of your friend. They're making these really poor decisions. Obviously, you're going to have something to say about it. And want to help them. Right. But also, you should also know when to step back and be a good friend from a distance. Yeah. And that's really hard to tell the difference between the two. This is something we've had to talk about a lot. Yes. Yes. Knowing when to step back. Yes. Because you want to be there for them. And especially when it comes to your best friend, like you want to protect them with your life. Like you would do anything for that person. And when you see themselves putting them in situations that aren't going to keep them safe, you're fight or flight mode goes Absolutely, in. yes. You have to, you feel like you have to save them because they're your person. Yes, like, yes. I've had multiple friendships that were in relationships and 
I've just seen them go through basically, you know, crap yeah, <laughs> all the time. That they don't deserve. That they don't deserve. But sometimes, you know, you have to let them figure that out. That's what helps them grow as, you know, their mm -hmm. person as well. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that person actually does better. They communicate. It's all about communication, yes. too. If you don't communicate with, you know, your friends, your partnerships, everything basically goes down the drain. Everything stems off of communication. Yes, because... If you're not communicating openly, you're starting to talk to a wall. It's if you're constantly repeating the same thing, they're gonna they're gonna know it. They're just gonna be like, oh, whatever. Like yeah. you know, they know in the back of their head what they're doing and what you've told them. They're not doing it because they haven't heard you. Yeah, they're doing it because they've chose to ignore you. Right. I mean, I've had a really crappy friendship that actually someone talked behind my back when I was in high school. Yeah, she went around the entire school after I came out and started a whole rumor about who I liked, the type of girls that I liked, and it was it actually completely destroyed the rest of my high school career. I absolutely did not want to go to class. I didn't want to go to school. I really wanted to stay at home, but yeah, no one would even talk to me. It was really, really bad. It's crazy what high school girls can do. Just like what high school puts you through, really, like the social. It doesn't last. No. It doesn't last. You think that it does because, you know, you're in that situation now and yeah. you've been there for three years, four years, however, you know, long you've been in high school. You think it's going to last because you've been there for so long, but mm -hmm. it does not. Once you get to college, everything changes. <laughs> I got um, really good advice. Uh, I think a couple years ago, freshman year when we were going, when I was going through a lot of situations with friends, my mom told me, is it going to impact you in five years? Are you going to be thinking about what they did to you in five years? Because if you're not, let it go. Yes, that is a really good point. That's a really good point. Because we're so young. You're young. I'm young. Even though there's a five-year difference, like, <laughs> I'm in adulthood. You're still, you know. But, I mean, everything changes. Nothing stays the same. And you have the ability to change something that you don't like either. Yeah. Is it? Does it really matter what Jessica said to you? Or to behind your back in freshman year right. of high school. Like, it's not going to impact you the rest of your life. Right. And the answer is no, it's no, not. No, it doesn't. It doesn't last. I mean, we can also talk about on top of lying, manipulation. Yes. Have you been through anything oh like that? Oh my gosh. Um, manipulating wise, it's a lot of how can I get you on my side? So I went through a situation where there were two particular people in a friend group that had conflicting interests and they were going against each other and it didn't become about your friends it became about who can you get on your side wow who can be on your team to go against the other person and that was a really big issue in my friend group because it wasn't about all of us having fun together we can no longer have fun together and be a friend group it was about who were, who, what could you say behind their back? What could you feed to them? Really? What were you going to give them? That's crazy. That's something you hear in a movie. And it's hard <laughs> to trust all your friends because you don't know what side they're on. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it, it really is a movie. Like, who, who can I talk to? Who can I trust that's not going to feed it to the other team? Like, it's a game. Wow. Like this, and luckily, not luckily, oh my gosh, not luckily, <laughs> COVID happened, which actually ended up splitting the two friend groups. And... Because you got to choose who you were really, truly hanging out with. Right. Like, not because you didn't go to school. With. You got to choose who you were talking to. Mm -hmm. And 
if they weren't reaching out to you, it's kind of an indicator like, oh, they don't like me. Yeah. And I think the main reason I stopped like getting so close with them was because I wasn't picking a side. Right. And that's the way that you should have went. There's a point where you have to be like, why are we picking sides? I'm friends with you. I'm friends with you. There shouldn't be a... I'm not friends with you because you picked that side. I, let me tell you, if I was in that situation, I would have just walked away. <laughs> I'd have been by myself, having my own peace. You guys have fun in the little, you know, cage that you guys are wrestling in, but I don't want any part of that. But I'm honestly really glad it happened because, one, it made me see who my true friends were. That's very I'm true. Because I'm still friends with people in those two groups, but I'm not in either of the groups because they – it shows – they think you're not close to them because you picked a side. And it's like, well, I didn't pick a side. And they're like, well, then you don't like us. Like, you're not our friend. Why okay. does it sound like West Side Story? <laughs> Why does it sound like West Side Story, y'all? <laughs> but I'm truly grateful for what I've gained, like the knowledge I've gained just from this whole COVID experience and everything that I've learned from it. Because if we didn't have COVID, I think we would still be going through these toxic situations and I'd be still trying to please everybody. That's really crazy that you say that because (laughs) I was actually in a dating situation, COVID hit, and when everything started tumbling downhill, we started tumbling downhill. And since that happened, I saw that person's true colors. Mm -hmm. And I, at that point, I mean, I still went back a couple times and I shouldn't, but eventually, you know, I started to see the true colors within that person quicker than I probably would have. Yeah. Even within that situation, I felt all different kinds of emotions, um, even crazy. And when you know that you feel crazy, I mean, you can definitely be crazy. Don't get me wrong, people. (laughs) You can be crazy. You know, someone might call you out. That'd be your friends that would call you out, your good friends. But when you yourself are feeling crazy and everybody else around you is telling you you're not crazy, this person is just making you feel like this because they're invalidating your feelings, they're asking for relationship qualities, but they don't want a relationship. That is the kind of stuff that will make you... Yes, that kind of stuff will make you feel like you're crazy and that's not fair to you. And, you know, they just want you around for a conveniency and that ties Mm -hmm. back into the friendship situations that we were talking about. But every single one of these kind of situations that we're talking about you guys literally can tie into friendships relationships the whole nine yards because there's still a kind of ship (laughs) a kind of ship a kind of you know you're with this person whatever you want to call them different kind of ships any yes anything can happen within any sort of situation and i mean what about this whole thing of social media like you're blocking someone and then you unblock them like like are they really talking to you because they want to or are they speaking to you on your own terms like I know I've had a situation where somebody was blocking me because I was annoying and then unblocking me whenever he wanted to hang out or was bored and I was like well like is this truly somebody who is just jokingly blocking me because I'm annoying or is he like genuinely like do I really want to be with him if he's constantly just pushing me out and doesn't want to talk to me yes and that ties back into conveniency like I said as well so everything kind of you know ties into one another and also you know being in like a controlled situation that kind of goes back to manipulation I feel like also as well um like they're literally telling you you can't do this you can't wear that oh my god I've been in multiple 
terrible situations oh like that God. where someone's literally telling me that I can't wear something because they should only see it. It's too sexy. It's oh too this. Gosh. It's too that. I had that even within a friend group. Like the the when the moms get involved. Oh my gosh. Oh it wow. <laughs> Some moms they'll be like they'll all start the drama the same as the girls and they'll be like is she wearing like she is not a good kid because she's wearing a tank top to school like yes. literally the other day um uh, one of those moms was giving out lunches and I was in a tank top and like ripped jeans and I immediately put a jacket on when I walked by because I was like I can't do this like, the fact that you feel like you have to cover yourself it's ridiculous up. Yes, especially yes. like a parent parents yes. should be grown and not doing this but then you see where the kids are learning from yes absolutely absolutely and i mean this all ties back into communication you guys you know if you're questioning a certain situation that you're involved in especially when it comes to your relationships you should know exactly the path that you guys are on if you guys yeah. are on the same page with what's happening because if someone's catching feelings Quicker than the other. I mean, yeah. you're kind of in a bad situation there. I've been in multiple situations like that, considering I'm a Libra. So is Olivia because we have the same, <laughs> same birthday. birthday. So we understand each other on that kind of situation where, you know, if you're questioning something, you're asking, you know, to get more clarification and they're still not clarifying what's going on. No, you no. know you're yeah. in a bad situation because they're trying to tie you along on a little thread. It's all about communication. Yes. It's Any situation. Any situation. Because somebody who truly wants to be involved with you is going to communicate how they feel about you and like your friendship even. Like they're if you ask them like, hey, are we friends? And they're like, eh, like Yeah. Are you really friends if they're questioning it? Yeah. That's and even like for yourself, you guys, like if you're questioning a certain situation that you're in, do a pros and cons list. I yes. think that tells you to do that about a certain situation. It helps with it a totally lot. It does. When you sit down and really file out like what's going to help you and be good for you mentally and what's going to hurt you and be negative for you. It really puts it on paper, especially if you're like a visual person. I know I'm a visual, like I have to organize it out in my brain to see it. And it really does help. Right. And is it worth it? I feel like once you go through that, is it worth it communicating to that person how you feel or just dropping the situation altogether? And I should, I can say from my standpoint, being as old as I am and everything that I've gone through, dropping situations are so much easier. But hey, if you want to hang on to somebody, that is work. Everything <laughs> is work. You have to work through certain situations if you want that person to stay in your life. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast and got something out of it about how you can handle toxic relations or how you can see these toxic relations in your life. And really reevaluate who your friends are and who are truly being with you because they enjoy your presence or who's using you and manipulating you. For sure. If you guys want to reach out to us about certain situations that you guys are going through, whether that's partnerships, friendships, relationships, any kind of ships, <laughs> you guys can reach us at Instagram. Yes, the Instagram is beneath underscore the underscore tutus, and tutus is spelled T-U-T-U-S. So feel free to reach out. We'll be able to answer any of your questions, and we can always make another episode just answering your situations. Thank you so much for listening in, and I hope you tune in for the next episode of Beneath the Tutus. Bye, guys. Bye.